What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Watch From Mercury. This is an anime watch-along podcast. I am your host, Maxim Allen Lan. And I am your host, Alex Fasella. And today not- we are joined by a very <laughs> special guest, uh, the very funny, my best friend in the world, uh, Lee Allen Lan. Hello. How you doing, um, My name's Lee. I'm good. Um, pretty good. Um... Happy to, happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, um, this is uh, your first time on the podcast, which is exciting. And um, we are talking about, bump, da, 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 spoiler alert, uh, the finale of Attack on Titan and Attack on Titan as a whole. So um, I'm going to start by saying I started watching Attack on Titan in 2012 when it first premiered. Wow. Hey, <laughs> OG over here. How how long ago did you start it, Alex? I I started it. I think it was like last year. I, I okay. went through it pretty damn quickly. You're lucky. Um, You're real lucky. Yeah. So people were like, "Oh, I lost interest in season two. I'm like, "Why? It was really good." And they're like, "Because there was like a four year gap." I'm like, "Oh, that sounds awful. I'm glad I <laughs> I have I have a good track record of not jumping on bandwagons until it's way too late and no one cares mm. anymore, which also has the benefit of I can just shotgun everything and not have to wait. It's mm-hmm. It usually nice. works out pretty good. So I watched it all really quickly, got to the end, and I went, oh, so he just does the rumbling and then it's over? And then I Googled it and it was like, no, there's going to be a, a, another mo- a mo- movie and then another movie and then they're done. I'm like, oh... Okay, so I got a little bit of the taste of what it felt like to be an Attack on Titan fan. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they're really dragging out this fourth season, huh? Okay, <laughs> whatever. Uh, Yeah, they dragged the fuck out of it. Uh, Lee, what did you... So we watched... Lee and I watched it together during the pandemic, all seasons one through three, before season four premiered. Lee, had you watched season one before that? I watched it the year after it came out for the first time. Okay, so you, yeah, were, and the you, long, you were also waiting a long time. Yeah, the but the waiting was too long to a point where I was like, I don't care. It's just like, I felt like I just don't care about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but then I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, when we watched it, I remember you you actually read the whole manga after we, we got through season three, right? I didn't, I did not read the whole manga because I started to read the first like first few episodes of like the manga, like in the anime, first few episodes, like first two episodes in the anime, amount of like manga. And then uh, where was her name? Sasha. Mm-hmm. She died. I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm going to stop reading the manga. It's not, I want to be surprised. Mm. Damn. I, I didn't realize that that's where you stopped. Um but you had to. You were holding back spoilers from me for a, quite a while. Yeah, because <laughs> it clearly was like, oh, this is so much bigger than first three seasons. I don't want to spoil myself. I, I kind of know where it's going. I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna wait. Yeah, I think I the. Just uh, watched, I just watched the. Uh, I the only manga I read was 
from where the season four episode stopped. So like whatever was the the movie, the movies, because I was like, I got to know now I, I can't have too much waiting. And I was just like, oh, that sucks. All right. <laughs> that was a bad ending. We'll get to it. Yeah, and the la- how the last season came out just feels like, can you guys just stop being so constipated? It's just, why do we have to wait so long? As if they did not know what's going to do already. Because it took, yeah. basically, it was like two and a half years for it to come out. Which is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I missed, the, I missed it when everybody cared about it. I just did it all. In a couple of weeks. Mm, good stuff. There it's, was one episode that got re- a delayed release for a week or two because the day it's supposed to release, there was a huge earthquake in Japan. Huh. So they can, that, that's one of the episodes uh, from season four. Oh, I forgot about re- that. Yeah, and no, they, they waited to. They did not release. They released that episode with the following episode together. I talked to someone today about that. I, t- I said I was doing this podcast and they were like, oh, I still haven't watched any of season four. I watched like I got the end of season three and I've been meaning to finish. It. I just didn't get around to it. I was like, well, you're in for a fucking treat because now you can just watch it all at once. And I'm so jealous that you can just do that. Yeah, And also it's World War One for some reason. Yeah, the the shift from um, we're on this island and now there's a monkey to, oh, my God, the whole world is World War One. <laughs> yeah. And they don't really if I had a, like if we we're going to go through flaws of the show, which we don't have to do right away. But like if I had a critique all right out of the gate, they don't make that transition well. The end of the this previous season is really good where they make it to the water and Aaron just kind of realizes there there's going to be enemies no matter what how far he gets. And I think that's an important step for his character. But then it just jumps right into its World War One and I'm like, is this a flashback? Is this a flash forward? Like I I couldn't quite tell until they all showed up and they were older. I was like, huh, okay. Would have liked any setup for this at all, but yeah, because it was um, what was it? It was like we weren't sure if it was a flashback or a flash forward until we yeah. saw Aaron on or Aaron in Marley. Okay, and so then it was like, okay. yeah, and I, I remember watching that and being like, okay, what the hell is this? But also, the amount of story and backstory they crammed into the fourth season versus mm. the first first three is honestly incredible yeah but it's so different because the first three seasons the titans are mysterious and that's what kind of hooks you in and they're like they're powerful and mysterious what's going on and then season four takes all the mystery out of it you know yeah they're just minions spoiler alert a lot of them are political prisoners <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's quite fucked up i okay themes of the show now that it, the story has wrapped I don't know if I was supposed to have any real takeaway except that uh, maybe like people always bad. People war always bad. War is bad. The takeaway war is bad. war is bad. Yeah. And we should just we should stop hating on each other, but we're never going to stop doing that. So just enjoy today. Yeah. I, I 
part of the reason why I think I didn't love the ending is I think I have a fundamentally different view of human nature than this clearly very conservative man. So I'm not really <laughs> sure why I think we would get along, but he seems to think that people are just shit and they'll always fight and they'll always destroy stuff. And he couldn't help but not, he couldn't help but show that, um, which is valid. But I think, you know, they've done studies where like, when natural disasters hit, people just start forming these weird little progressive communes. So the evidence, if you actually look at it out of a capitalist lens, would kind of say that people are better than we give this would give them credit for. But, you know. Yeah, I was surprised when they stopped the rumbling and then they're like, anyway, what happened next was that uh, Paradise Island or the, the people remaining on Earth uh, got together and vowed to destroy the Eldians, and the Eldians uh, became a fascist state. And it's like, come yeah. on. Yeah. So quick. So quick. And if we want to jump right to, to complaints about the ending, 80% of humanity is not a but both sides. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, he killed 80% of humanity, but he did it for his friends. I'm like, for like seven people? No, <laughs> no, that's, no uh, that's that's the beauty of it. He loves his friends. That's one thing never changed about him. That's, that's true. one thing he stayed true to. I actually love that ending because I think it makes sense. Because, like, if you look throughout the history, many catastrophic things happened: wars, plague, and there are so many things where people at the moment they're like, they all think this is going to be the end. But they still did not learn from the history. They we till today we're still fighting each other. So I I think what he is this is a story just about like how the history has been. So, yeah, I I love the ending because I feel like that's that's how it's been. And yeah. he's very true to the reality. Even though it is a story about some things don't exist. I think the ending was like really good and I liked it. The I felt like they sacrificed um some real emotional depth for the theme of uh war bad, war keep happening. Like what was this Gundam? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like um when uh, Captain Erwin died, that was a much, much more emotional moment in the series than the ending was. he's such a noble man. He is just... Every, there's nothing bad about him at all. And he sacrificed himself. Yeah. He's and a like, hero. He's a, a real hero. And like the ending, I didn't, I didn't get the feeling like the, I guess the first of the ending movies where Hanji sacrifices herself. That was cool. I liked that touch, but the ending ending one was kind of like all of us friends, we get together, we stop the bad guy and we're all okay. No, <laughs> except we didn't because he killed 80% <laughs> of humanity. Yeah. It was not that the people, his friends who survived, they became like ambassadors peace ambassadors now they're going to the island to feed people propagandists now and they're on a like basically they're on a business gig 
to to like, oh, we're all good. Let's all just try to be together. But before they're like, we're let's sacrifice our life. Now they're like, they're gonna be the spoken man. They're basically being what do you call mascots、mm-hmm. of the propaganda on the other side, and that is the irony in it. So if you think about Aaron, is the person who stays pure through the whole time. He stayed true to who he is. I will say this about Aaron. And I think this is actually a. I don't know if the show meant to do this, but I think it's really interesting as as study, like a really facile, way too reductive to,、uh, criticism of the show is like, oh, it's fascist. It, look, it loves the military, and it's all about dying for the homeland. So if you really pay attention to it, it's not. It's very conservative, and it loves the military, sure, but it's not fascist. But if you actually listen to Aaron Yeager the whole time. Once he turns bad, and you look back, you're like, "Oh yeah, he always was kind of a little fascist, wasn't he?" He talks about like, "We'll not be pending like cattle." Like he does, he does like all the Hitlerisms, but because he had such main character energy, we all just let it go. And then you look back, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this was bound to happen, wasn't it?" Huh? Well, it's like the、um, initially in the first three seasons, right? When they don't know about the outside world. Those viewpoints make complete sense, right? Because、yeah. you're going from essentially like a man versus nature conflict, where the、mm. Titans are like unknowable beasts that are attacking the village.、Yeah. So of course you'd be focused on security and strength and like like unity within your people. But then when the outside world comes into it, like to be like to be fair, they do not deal with diplomacy when they're on the island. They are、no. one people with the king. And they just do whatever they want. When they start interacting with other, it would it, let's say the rumbling didn't happen, and they were just like, "We're gonna join the world stage, and we're gonna like that's try not to gonna be happen because wouldn't work. They, that's not gonna happen because this island has the sea around it, the ocean around it has so much resources that everyone wants. Like no matter what, they are going to be the target. Because、mm. there's a small island, it's them against the world. It's a small island, and people are just always. It's like a little child walking with a gold block, and they're always gonna try to get to take things away from them. And a lot of, like horrible things will happen, keep happening. Yeah, I I don't I don't think they can ever be a part of the world. When you have something everyone wants, they don't want you to be a part of them. They want to take from you and take、yeah. care of you, so that you don't fight back. That's what happened many times. Yeah, yeah I um, it's it, it is. I mean, it is curious, like seeing that they're like, would this show have been different? If Marley was like some like if if the if Paradise Paradise Island was literally just like a place where they dumped Titans and ignored, rather than like the first place across the sea, like we like we went from a one a one nation conflict to a two nation conflict instead of like a more like nuance like Mikasa meets those people from the other like country, but they don't really do much. I don't know. They're also a small country. Yeah, 
I don't know. It was, I guess it was interesting because the, um, the show went from being about survival and friendship into a show about, um, geopolitics <laughs> and friendship and friendship. Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's also talking about, of course, it also definitely is talking about freedom. It's a discussion mm-hmm. about freedom because that's Eric's whole thing. Eric's whole thing, like, I want to be absolutely free. Then, then he has all the power, and he is still not free. So, I'm wondering if the like part of the discussion is like freedom without limitation is not real freedom. Okay. Freedom without responsibility is not freedom. Interesting. Like freedom in this case is the freedom to be able to participate in your destiny, I guess. Like you, you'll never be free from challenge. Yeah. Like absolute freedom would be absolute isolation because you yeah. would be in your own plane where yeah. nothing ever stops you from doing anything. And therefore you couldn't, really interact with anyone because interaction is inherently friction. Yeah. That makes sense. And also like there's one line in the in the anime uh that's added um that did not exist in the manga is at the end like in the Yumir's word world uh I think it was that but Aaron said to someone um I should never ha- like this is what happens when you give a no nothing idiot so much power. If you think about it, Aaron really is a no nothing idiot. He's like a he's like anyone. He's just the most ordinary ordinary person. Mhm. Yeah. And he has all this power. It's like He's just a like, regular soldier basically. Yeah, the fact that they had that scene where he freaks out that Mikasa might move on. And oh my everyone, god. Everyone was like, oh my god, look at this little bitch. I'm like, yes! This is the at the core of Aaron Yeager. He's just a spoiled little brat who wants he's, to kill everybody. He's also, he's, but he's also a scared little boy. That's true. Yeah. And maybe at one point, like, the, his trauma started with him watching his mom being swollen in front of him. And then later on, after like the Titan got like activated, he threw out. He realized he somehow was the reason that his mom got swallowed. He's like really fucked up, traumatized, yeah. scared little boy. And I think like yes, he was very pathetic when he was confessing, confiding to what's the other friend's name? Armin. 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 But also he's like. Being very vulnerable with his like, he's being emotionally vulnerable with his f- best friend. He's like, I'm scared. I'm afraid of losing her. It is beautiful in a way, but also yeah, pathetic. I like that scene. Yeah, yeah. The um, that scene. I mean, I get, I get why it was there. I get what it represents. It was fine, but it was also crazy to see him throughout season four be like so stoic and like. I'm going to fucking kill everybody to be like, please don't move on. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, 
You had so long to just be like, you know what, Mikasa? Let's get fucking married. He could have done that season one and a half. He's like, what, 19 years old? and Not even... Some like 17, probably. Times were different. He was... And back then, he was he's due for like four kids already. Who here <laughs> read the read the last issue of the manga? Anybody? I, I, I read a few pages. Okay, so there's a line they cut from the manga uh, to the anime, and it's a good thing they did because it is a clunker and sums up kind of my issue with the finale, which is. Armin kind of takes in all this information about why Aaron killed so many people and whatever. And he says, thank you for becoming a mass murderer for our sake. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, wow. They cut it for the anime and rightly so. That would be controversial. Yeah. And it's because it just, and I guess I'll just spit it out. Like my beef with the finale is... I think this guy is so focused on look at how terrible everything is and everything repeats and it's all going to start. Look, they got rid of the Titans for now, but look at this kid (laughs) found a tree. It's all going to start again. I'm like, can you just not be a huge fucking edgelord and take a step back and let your theme play out, which I, I, I feel like it wanted to be, or I, I can't speak for the creator, but like it, it should have been, yeah, Aaron fucked up a lot of people, but he ended the reign of the Titans. So you got to go, okay, you know, it shouldn't have been 80. It should have been a lot fewer people so that you go, you know, he killed 10, 20% of humanity, but he also saved countless people by getting rid of this curse. And so people go, yeah, but that would be naive. Well, I don't think it's really implied that it's, Absolutely forever, but for the sake of just narrative clarity, yeah, you could get to go. I don't know. He is a terrible person, but maybe he did more harm, more good than harm. And but this ending just really doesn't give you anything. I think close to that. Just goes, yep, he fucked up the majority of the planet because he felt bad for seven people, and uh, war continued. Parody became a weird fascist state. And uh, it all started again. Good night, everybody. Nothing they, ever works out. I'm like, okay, fine. They they 100% did a Gundam where they were like, oh, all that? No, it's for nothing. That yeah. show, just, it's just a war. I just don't like endings like that because I feel like they they remove the stakes of their own story. Because I, I think that when, when you have a story and it ends a certain way, it's a little implied that it could all be undone, especially if you imply that it could all be undone, like go out of your way to say so. But when you just show it, I'm like, all right, so what was the point of me watching any of that? You have fun with it. You have That's you true. went on a journey with all the characters. You watch them grow. In the beginning, all they want to do is just kill all the Titans, maybe go a little further, like outside the wall. And then it became this. You are, we are experiencing experiencing this fictional world with them and we get emotionally affected when one of their teammates die. That's true. That I, I also was very upset when Sasha died. You, you get no argument from me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, R.I.P. Potato Girl. Yeah, I... Okay, Alex, I'm curious. Just like... 
Would you prefer if the ending was more optimistic? Define optimistic. Like, like what, what would it, what would be different in the in the? There's some like some some format of hope, or imply I, implying like there's some kind of hope in there. Would you personally like it better? I think so, but it would have to be a very specifically done. Like I said. It can't be so obvious that, like, yeah, this dude did way, 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 way more harm than good. It would have to be more optimistic in the sense that it would put it more into the gray area, which is where I liked. But it, this, it, for me, it was so deep in the, like, yeah, this is pessimistic. I'm like, okay, cool. I've met this dude at a party. <laughs> he sucks. Mm. I, I I once read this. It said like the best or best kind of stories. Uh, the ending is not a happy ending or a bad ending. the The best kind of ending is after you're done reading it, you think to yourself, "Ah, oh, what a shame! Such a shame!" Like I wish it would have. Does okay. that say that they told a really good story? Because it makes you like, ah. Oh. Uh, I don't know. If, I I think if it was more optimistic, I would have felt that way. Mm. So I it's think a new problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's personal. It is everything is personal, but yeah, I was watching the show because when I found out about the the rumbling, I was like, I gotta see this. Uh, <laughs> yep. I didn't need a lesson. I needed most of humanity to be stepped on by big meat men. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> like, what a specific. It. Fetish. Burn it all. <laughs> you gotta admit that is like so shocking. I think it, it it's like Thanos. Thanos is like the the same. They have the same philosophy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, Aaron's the rumbling, the whole point of the rumbling is kill everybody except the Eldians. So then the no. Eldians can do their whole thing. No, I don't think so. I think Aaron's plan the whole time. Oh yeah, you're right. Hold on. Oh, did he? Hold on. Did he? Okay, this part I think I forgot. Did he meant to kill that many people, or like he was going to kill all of them, but Mikasa chopped his head off? Yeah, he wanted to kill more people. He wanted to kill like all of them. Like the the two plans were basically do the rumbling, and then Zeke's plan was the euthanasia plan. So I remember that. Basically, they're they're two like we kind of got a, a halfway point. We got like the third option, right, where he pulled off yeah. most of the rumbling, but then oh, Ymir yeah. was like, "Oh, you know what, Mikasa, you really had a hard on for that dude. You know what? I'm done. I'm done with my quest." <laughs> and then the power of titans vanished from the world <laughs> until it didn't. <laughs> Right, it is. It is naive because even if like all the other people got killed, all the people on the island, they're still gonna figure out some shit to hate each other and fight each other and kill each other no matter what. Yeah, and that's something honestly, Alex does not like. No, I, I think that's that's probably true. I'm not saying that assholes don't spring eternal. Yeah, um, I don't mind if they kill each other for the rest of eternity as long as they can use their ODM gear. Um, oh yeah yeah get some sweet amvs give us the adrenaline <laughs> the like <laughs> even when we were watching the finale like 
when as soon as Mikasa was like, I'll do it. I was like, we're about to get some fucking dope shots of Mikasa mm -hmm. swinging her way, cutting her way down the spine of this monster. Yep. And every moment was glorious. Um, I, it was, I, th I think, actually really smart of them. If they were going to drag out the fourth season, which you shouldn't, but they did. They just dragged it out into two movies, essentially. Yeah. And both movies, like, I have issues with the second one. That first one is perfect, and a lot of that second one is dead on great as well. So, like, if they're gonna, if you're gonna drag out your fourth season, this is how you do it. Yeah, I agree. Also, I I like the, even though it sucked to wait for them, having <laughs> a movie or two as the closer, yeah, to like a season or like a series, is such a good way to handle it rather than like rushing an ending or dropping the ball on a season mm -hmm. finale, right? Like, yeah. which for Mercury, if they had done a movie or two at the end, we could have had so much more and so much like more depth, you know? Yeah. And it's like, if you're gonna, can you imagine what this finale would have been like if it was episodes? If it was, it was 20 it minutes? It would have <laughs> been worse. It would have been so much worse if it's like, oh, we're breaking up this battle into into 20 minute chunks. Why? Just show it to me. And they, to their credit, they just showed it to me. Yeah. I did like the, um, the fact that the first movie was just like, uh, the rumbling and the emo-ness about the rumbling. Mm -hmm. And the second movie was like, all right, here's the final battle. You know, you, you yeah. got a full movie of being like, wow, this is fucked up and crazy. And all these people are dying, you know? Uh, I did like the scene where they are falling. The people are being chased off the cliff and they pass the baby through the crowd and then they stop the rumbling just in time for the baby to be okay. Oh, that's the hope. The baby definitely represents hope. That's the hope, Alex. That's the optimism in the gray area. <laughs> right? Over dead bodies, a baby being saved. Well, maybe that baby died in the, in the weird... Paradisian War that started. We all died. <laughs> they all died. Yeah. 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 All those people that fell off the cliffs—they were babies. Mm -hmm. Only the newest babies get saved. Oldest babies, fuck them. Got to be real careful. You got to be a new baby. Mm. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I get you. That new baby went on to fight one of those um, uh, wars in whatever mega city sprung up during the end credits near Aaron's grave. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Can we? I really want to talk about uh, Yumir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think she is a different version of Aaron. Because she, she was also just a little girl. And given too much like having too much power power and she has resentment and like at the end they're also like oh she loved that king that's like pathetic for 2000 years she could not let her love go mm -hmm. we think someone like hold on after a breakup hold on to their ex for a year or two that's like pathetic this girl hold on to the love for that dude who treat her like Who's not even treat her like absolute shit? Who just like treat her like a like an object that he can do whatever to? She was holding onto the love for two thousand years and became that's an obsession. Yeah, get Amira, okay, Cupid profile or something. 
Yeah, that's right. Put that girl on hinge. You fix a lot of this shit. That's why, like, they end, like, because I was like, like, she was there because Yumi want her to be there. She, Yumi, wa- like, this girl based, like, because on chopped Aaron's head off, no, even though she loves him so much, she basically showed Yumi, girl, you can just let it go. Like, move on. Not for a guy. <laughs> it is funny that, like, um, the world was saved by two girlies getting together. <laughs> sharing a one, breakup story. <laughs> one woman tell another one, you can get out, girl. Get out. You can do so much better. Yes. Yeah. Imagine with all Yumir's power, if she did not like just hold on to this obsession, hold on to this like one order this king gave her 2,000 years ago. Imagine she could she could save the world. She could stop everything. She could stop hunger and sickness. Maybe everything. But she decided to use this for her own obsession. She was gatekeeping when she should have girl bossed. Is she? What if she is a uh, metaphor for the capitalists, the people with all the ma- the one percent? They were they Whoa. have all the power to solve the problems, but they have this little obsession they have, and they they just destroy the world. Like they do things and their actions create consequences, create more actions than just ruin the world. Interesting. So we have to go to Jeff Bezos and go, bud, you can get over her. It's fine. And he'll go, (laughs) oh, you're right. And just industry will topple and we'll all be better for it. It is interesting because it's like the people who have the most like power to do violence in this world are also the ones who are subjugated. Yes. They're subjugated from in actually re- enjoying that moment just to run with your friends, toss the baseball back and forth with a person you care about. Right? I something, thought- that I, something I noticed about you, you know, they say she makes the Titans in the, in the paths like by hand, all of them. Mm-hmm. There were a couple that didn't turn out quite right. Does that mean she got too far into and went, Fuck it, send it out. Like Connie's mom, the one that just like was trapped because the, the body was too small. She was like, uh, "Yeah, I was high when I made that one. Just send her out." <laughs> I think for Connie's mom, there was like, um, I think it was like she was pregnant with Connie's little like baby brother in her stomach. Oh. So that's why like she could not walk. It's like the the baby inside of her also became a titan because it was like proper time because there was a shot there's a baby like when all the village like villagers turn into um like a titan in the first or second season there was a baby in that crowd there's a baby titan yeah huh yeah i want to see that i don't remember that baby titan is just a regular size guy (laughs) (laughs) big head couple of the titans like that one that i think sasha saved that girl from was just sort of like a really tall man and that one is the scariest one of all to me it's like (laughs) oh that one that guy just exists what if he just decided to eat people yeah the the ones that just are like proportionally correct are so scary oh yeah it's like making the titan destroying the world and her top one of her top priorities should be let's make them look decent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I 
the thing the show did well is just making the Titans for the first three seasons the most fucking terrifying beings imaginable. Yeah. And the fourth season, be, they got a little too demystified for my taste. But like season two, when they're just standing around in the trees, being like everything is fucked up, I'm like, that's I love that. I love that they're just afraid of getting smushed all the time. It's so good. Yeah, when they're when the Titans are monsters, they're kind of at their best. And then they they, they take on a different meaning when you find out what they actually are, and especially once you like look back through older episodes and you can recognize certain people. I think it's all really interesting, but there is something to be said about it's just really cool when they're a big force of nature that smiles and tries to eat you. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can't yeah. really go wrong with that as a, as a antagonist. Yeah. It's like, once you know the original original story of a monster, the monster is not scary anymore. Yeah. yeah. And also and the like, show, got i'm not gonna say it completely got away from itself but like in that fourth like third and a half to fourth season oh my god the lore like triples in length it's like okay there's a timeless place where every eldian but nobody else can meet there's a founder she had babies and they had babies and those are the nine titans um by the way there's nine titans that have uh intelligence and they can stop being uh monsters that they want they'll die it just like goes so crazy that it's like, okay, give me give me a little bit of time to absorb some of this information. <laughs> yeah, the a lot um, of so time travel. Time travel is real. Okay, the time travel still is works. wild. Still works, but you know what lost me? The what, what was the Titan in the crystal like cavern? What was that about? You remember when Aaron like Aaron's dad stole something from that family in that cavern? I think he like stole yeah. the attack titan from them, but then when Aaron was there, he just like gained the ability to like harden his skin or something. I think all can't all titans do that. I don't know, but the, then the remember remember when that guy turned into the big titan that moved yeah. like an inchworm? Yeah. Oh, it had <laughs> no one, face. Oh, the one boy. that was dragging on the ground where they had to kill it with cannons. Oh god. Amir, like, what were you thinking? If when that one happened, I was like I have officially lost sight of what is going on. <laughs> is that the king yeah. or something? Who was? It was like, wasn't it a king? Like Historia's family? Yeah, it was like the real yeah. royal bloodline, something yeah. like that. It was weird. So yeah, that, that they are like, so they also, it means they have Ymir's blood because they're the, they're the royal family. They're the descendant of Ymir's kid with a with a K. No, the wait. Yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, that's the, the royal blood is the Eldian royal blood, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they came from. Uh, and also, after the king killed killed Ymir, he made their three daughters eat her flesh. Yeah, right. So they could inherit the Titan power. Yeah. So yeah, they're the they're her descendants. Yeah, that one. Um, but when that guy turned into the big like slug titan, I was like, "What is this? Who is this guy? <laughs> this we, is not what are we doing here. This is not one of the like." Now in hindsight, I'm like, "That wasn't one of the nine titans. That was just a no. a guy who was a big slug. <laughs> he just yeah. slopped up some spinal fluid and 
Went into town. Slop, slop, slop. Um, and speaking of slopping, did we love in the finale when Armin gets captured and it gets a little hentai for a second? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> there were some tentacles. That was... That did not need to be there. They did that on purpose. Nope. <laughs> You're like, oh, we're jamming a tentacle down this dude's throat now. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> if someone watches this anime, will enjoy that. It was... Indriable. <laughs> oh, and all the the are they like crystals or bone? Those like, well, all the original, all the past titans. They mm-hmm. they that was really really cool. I liked that yeah. a lot too. It's like it's like watching a show. I don't know. It's just like it was like alternate dimension variants. You know when you watch like an MCU movie and or like Into the Spider Verse and they show all the other Spider Mans and you're like, whoa, I wonder what their story was. That's kind of how I felt about seeing all the past Titans. Yeah. Uh, I also liked um, when they're on the the plateau and the Eldians come up to the soldiers and they're like, hey, stop being mean to us. And the soldiers point their guns at them. And that scene, I thought that, okay, I thought that little microcosm of a scene was going to be the oh people will fight no matter what the situation is like clearly all these people are going to die and they're going to fight till the end regardless of who wins they're all going to die it does not even matter if there's like a huge cosmic threat life threat to all of us like we still have our own issues yeah and that little moment i was like oh they're burying the lesson of the show in this little thing i didn't think that the lesson and, of the show was going to... I thought it, I thought it was going to be a more hopeful ending. I'm okay with the ending. I think it's fine. But I was like, oh, we're going to see some positivity, right? And no. also at the end... No, like after Aaron was killed, those people, they went back to like holding the gun against each other right away. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, I was let's hoping... go back to our own shit. Let's, let's go back to money our own like business. I was hoping for like a nice, clean, happy ending where like everyone gets along and we have like a show called like Way of the House Titan and it's cozy <laughs> and it's cute. It becomes a slice now, of life anime. Oh, there is a, there is that the <coughs> the baby Titan, no, the baby. It's called oh, like the, the Chibi Academy. Attack on Titan. Yes, mm-hmm. Attack on Titan Academy. I think is that it. Something I think like so. That, yeah. yeah. I would be. I watched a little bit of it. It was kind of cute. Attack I on Titan wonder, Junior High. Yeah, I do wonder, like, what if I got all the way to the end? Does it does it do its own version of the paths here? <laughs> like, how a, fucked up does this one get? Does everyone still die? There's a school rumbling. Yeah. <laughs> I read there was a comment uh, talking about how, like, it's so... even It makes it so hopeless at the end still. It's like, what is the... What is there's no better way to be anti-war than uh, emphasizing on how how horrible wars are. Mm-hmm. Then let's yeah. That's why uh, tons of Iraq and Afghanistan vets come home and are like, "Fuck all this! No one needs to do this." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same with the Vietnam era. The the vets. It's a very similar theme all through history, but yeah. And we absolutely with, listen to them and stop having wars, we right? Totally, we, we, we totally, totally stop. Listen. We listened. <laughs> it's 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 everything's fine, right? I was We're not walking. starting new wars every goddamn day. 
I was walking on the street today. There's this barber shop. No, not the barber shop. Like a a, a vintage store. Um, they have a sign on their window said "End Racism." I'm like, yeah, the racism end, ended right there. <laughs> yeah, they're working on it. They're doing their part. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, sure. We just like all put up a sign and like it's it will end definitely. Everything will end. I need a I need a show where it's a conflict and that's the message. I need to see eight seasons of a brutal war where millions of people die and then people start putting up lawn signs that say "End the war" and everyone goes, you know? Yeah, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What did you guys see these signs? I I knew it was wasn't just oh me. Oh my god! Wouldn't it be so fucking funny if the ending of Attack on Titan was Aaron and the Rumbling approaching that plateau? And then everyone on the plateau being like, you know what? We have to stop this. Let's take a vote to see who wants us to stop. (laughs) (laughs) You want to stop the rumbling? Cast your vote in your local election. (laughs) And then they have the cool version. It's like, rock the vote. Stop the rumbling. (laughs) I voted to stop the rumbling. (laughs) Yeah. Hi, I'm whatever celebrity is popular right now. I don't pay attention. (laughs) Do you like the rumbling? No. Mm. <laughs> which which uh which my which not yet famous comedian is gonna come out as pro rumbling oh <laughs> to, my god to boost their views <laughs> yeah yeah how many people that we've met would be like you know aaron is making some solid points i'm not gonna say <laughs> i like the guy but and all i'm saying is if you could kill all the audience members in the world there'll be no one to perform comedy to and <laughs> And And that's why we have to stop. (laughs) Yeah, we should just kill all the kill the one percent, the ten percent, or something. Twenty percent, twenty percent is pretty safe. It's pretty safe, I think. We it was. It's also interesting coming from um, which from Mercury, which had some big anti-capitalist themes, uh, to watching the Attack on Titan finale, which has. No commentary on capitalism. It's just like, it's just like prejudice and like kind of politics. Yeah, it it is interesting because the guy who created the show is clearly a conservative, but I still enjoyed a piece of art he made and I can go, okay, you know, the, the, the soldiers that are sitting around drinking are clearly supposed to be like, Oh, big government bureaucracy. They don't actually care about you. And blah, blah, blah. But I can still go, okay, it is it is uh, from a viewpoint that I do not ascribe to, but it is anti-imperialist. It is anti-fascist. Like, there are things that we can come together on. Mm-hmm. Well, we should say, uh, let's start with favorite characters. Actually, favorite Titan Favorite Titan first. Uh, Colosso. Am I saying the world? Am I saying the word right? Yeah. Colossal Titan. What do you like about the Colossal Titan? It's huge. People <laughs> are afraid of the Titan to like, people are afraid of the person to turn into a Titan. Like, you don't even need to do it. It's just, just by changing. You are making a statement. Imagine we send that to places like Beverly Hill, you know? 
<laughs> it's the scale of the colossal titan is wild to me too i like that they adapted it later to where armin like transforms and it's basically like a nuclear bomb going off i think that's really cool um what's your favorite alex um i'm tempted to say the armored titan but they pull a few too many like plot armor things pardon the phrase with him um so i think i'm gonna go the aaron yeager original attack titan mm. where he's just just ripped as shit and knows brazilian jiu-jitsu for some reason <laughs> and oh my god he can that is a really good death fake out too because you you don't realize until you watch one of those you know ending explained videos where they were setting up the whole time that aaron yeager was already a titan like he got hurt and there was a little bit of steam coming off of his head, but there was so faint. You don't Whoa. notice it. Yeah. So he, like I thought, I think in the first episode he's not, but whatever, whenever the dad like kidnapped him and took him into the woods, he was a Titan from then on, but we didn't see it until he quote unquote died. I Whoa. heard, um, I did not uh, check this myself, but I saw like screenshots they're like in previous seasons, there were many scenes. There were like adult Aaron was there in the background, in the crowd. Hmm. Yeah. Really? So it's like they're implying this to you this whole time. He's a, he's allegedly in every single episode, adult Aaron somewhere. Wow. That's what, yeah. Yeah. We should um, rewatch it from the very beginning. We should yeah, watch we that should during that. Christmas with parents. Yeah. <laughs> Gather around the Christmas tree. Let's let's just all get together. Ken Ken watch my my stepdad watched all of One Punch Man season one with me, so maybe he'll just end up that, sitting next to us watching it. <laughs> it's very different. Everyone I'm going to have Christmas time with also loves Attack on Titan, so I've already got this covered. You got nice. it. Yep, yep. Nice. Nice. going to be with my cousin. She hasn't seen the finale yet, but we watched the the f- first finale movie, whatever we want to call it, mm-hmm. together. Nice. Cool. Um, I'm going to chime in here with favorite Titan. Um, I, when they were talking about the Warhammer Titan, I was like, I'm sure that this is going to be my favorite Titan when we see this Because of the name? Thing. Yeah, like, and its ability. I was like, it sounds fucking cool. And then so when saw, metal. When we saw it, I was like, it's kind of dumb. But so I think my favorite is, um, I think I'm in the armor titan camp as well. But I will give a special shout out to the cart titan because the first time you see the cart cart titan, you're like, what the fuck is that thing? And then yeah. in the finale, you're like, you you are so cool. <laughs> Is the yeah. Cart Titan the one who started to fly? No, she's no, the beast. Yeah, the beast Titan got transfer transferred to Falco, and his beast Titan can fly. <gasps> Isn't his name the whole time Falcon? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That was cool. It's... No, the 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 Cart Titan was the one where she like is on her hands and knees all the time. Is it is it the one who the last episode just just like keeps transforming? Yeah, she's like you can kill me a hundred times. That's that is hardcore. Yeah, that that one was sick. Yeah, I do think we could have done a little bit better with the name than Cart Titan. 
But in terms of what she is, yes. You want to talk about bad Titan names? Let's start yeah, with, with with female Titan as the oh worst my Titan. That's God. so sexist. She's like, she's a female. She does not even deserve a name or description or adjectives. Her adjective is female. It's like it's like oh, there's, there's other f- Titans who are women as well. What? So what sets this one apart? It's like it's like it just one- didn't bother to think about it. Because so this one, I think it has to be a woman, and the, the okay. format of a titan is a woman. Okay. But but it has no room. It's basically just the attack titan, but like a woman. Like there, there's nothing yeah. remarkable. Like all the other titans have clear abilities and purpose built like features. The female titan is just like what if, what if boobs? She she's just like. She, <laughs> She just she's the diversity pick. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh the Jaw Titan. When we first saw the Jaw Titan, um I thought it was kind of weird, but I was like, I will go with it. It's just like a Titan with big teeth. Beast Titan, though, I think uh the Beast Titan was the fucking during the end of season three when he's throwing the rocks. That was one of the best moments in the entire show when he's just like wiping out that whole town their whole force with like Ooh. one boulder that was really cool yeah when he talks because you don't hear him talk for a little while and you're like what is that thing i guess it's a weird titan i'm not familiar with and he's like hi everybody i can talk and you're like what the fuck <laughs> can't remember what the line was specifically but you're just like what the fuck and that's kind of your introduction to that there are titans that are that retain their intelligence and it was really yeah cool. and also i think the uh reiner with the armor titans plot line i think he had an amazing plot like his whole arc and like going back and forth and the reveal that it was him and the mission they were on so good like when we got, got kind of got his backstory and then coming up in the end i was like this character rules like they did when, so well for him when you watch the like I've, I've gone back and watched the pilot since having seen the finale and you're like oh that's why the colossal titan came out of nowhere because it just he bit his finger and he sprung up out of nowhere and that's why the colossal titan the, the armored titan comes like you know what's going on so much more when it's not all so vague mm. the more you know Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, favorite characters. Start with Alex. Oh, go to somebody else first. I I need to think. Lee, do you have a favorite character off the top of your head? Captain Levi. Easy. Good call. <laughs> Good call. I I really like Zeke too. Mm-hmm. I loved when Zeke popped out of Aaron's skeleton. Was like, yoo-hoo <laughs> Yeah, that is a moment for him to like be present. Like, I've never seen clouds are so. I never realized clouds are so beautiful. What a nice day! That is his moment. Like, we never need. We did not need all of the shit to begin with. Anyway, we could just enjoy what's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was like, oh, he had a good. That is a good ending for him. And I loved that Levi. His whole motivation throughout this was like literally to kill Zeke. Like he's so hot. He's just hot. <laughs> like even with missing a bunch of fingers and eyes, still, does not matter. It's what's in does here. Does not matter. It's it's what's in here. Does not oh, matter. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. a hot soul. He has a hot soul. That little five foot one dynamo. <laughs> I'm gonna say Armin. 
because he, I am a, kind of a sucker for the trope. Little the, bitch characters? Huh? Yeah. He is not a little bitch. He is just emotional. Yeah, and I'm a sucker for the guy that's, he's, he's, he's there, he's afraid, but he deals with it, like the Gohan, like the reluctant fighter. And then he ends up being the one who deserves to take charge of the whole operation because he's also the smartest. And once he can yeah. cool his nerves for a hot second, he can actually come up with some pretty decent plans. Yeah. And also he's scared, but he's never he never backed off. Yeah. He he's always courageous and fear like he's not fearless, but he's still courageous. And also like at the end, he also told like Aaron, I was the person who put all like what's behind, what's outside the wall in your head. It's yeah. like he was the person who told him, no, there's more. There's there really is more. One day we're gonna see. And that's all. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it is a really interesting look at like there is a. You're right. He's always freaked out, but he never runs away. And there is a big difference between being afraid and being a coward. Because if you're yes. a coward, you will run. You will get out of any situation that is difficult. If you're afraid, well, then you have to be that much more like courageous to stand your ground. But if you can do that, it's almost more impressive than someone who just doesn't have fear and is there yeah. because why wouldn't I be here? I'm. I feel comfortable. Yeah, it's normal and perfectly making sense to have different emotions when intense situation happens. But what it matters is what the actions you took yeah so Definitely. yeah i don't think he's a little bit just because he cries he is a liberated man <laughs> he knows that it's okay for men to cry to show their feelings to be gentle he's always so gentle he also like kept any you know he needed he needed that too but he kept any compared like he kept he kept her company while she was like in that like crystal thing He's a really good character. Don't call him a little bitch. That's He's so a good character. He's also a little bitch. The <laughs> him in the finale though, I think it was good when he like it was yelling at Aaron uh and Aaron was like, ah, you know? Like that was the moment where I feel like Armin like finally kind of balls up and was like, "What the hell are you doing?" <laughs> no, he always had balls. He is just showing it in a different way. He's a liberated man. <laughs> and he's thankful that you became a mass murderer for our sake. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh boy. It's like Glenn. it's 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 one of those. It's like romantic in certain way. It's like you're willing to like destroy, and like this is how it is sick. It is it is like fucked up, but it's like also you're willing to go this far for me, for us, for me. For and little that is, me. For little, oh. so really, imagine oh. if someone went that far for you. You would be like so touched, but also so freaked out at the same time. I think yeah. I'd be mostly freaked out. I'd be mostly I guess, freaked out. I guess there would be a drop of touch in there. Like, oh, for my birthday, you killed 80% of humanity. <laughs> uh, thanks. Um, if it's not going to be as big on, on your birthday. That's for sure. If someone killed my bully on my for my birthday different story no like just just saying like hypothetically yeah yeah, yeah i'm saying i'll that. be like you probably should not you should you should not do that you should never done that but, but wow 
Wow. <laughs> Tell me everything. It's what impressive. did he say in the last moments? It is very impressive. If um if you're listening to this right now and you have not subscribed to the Patreon, but you do want to support the show, you can kill all of the <laughs> other anime podcasters except for us. Yeah. I will We're be freaked gonna... out. I will be grateful. <laughs> and who's to say in what ratio? <laughs> yeah. I think um favorite character for me, like I don't really have one favorite character. I really liked uh, Annie, though. I do like I like Mikasa a lot, but I don't like her obsession with Aaron. That's the one drawback to the character. But that's like that's like it's not her like it's not all her. Like it's in her DNA to like that is her thing that like she was always meant to be her lion family just have a special connection in their bloodline to to like to make them do this it's it's a little weird i think the point was that it wasn't like it they go well that's just because you're an ackerman and then the point at the end was no it wasn't that was the headaches was emir reaching in her head and it was all her and Aaron genuinely, which I think is actually a drawback for the narrative because you go, okay, just woman really obsessed with a man. Cool. Yeah. I mean, in either way, they were just like, hey, what if Aaron had this waifu who's the best at <laughs> combat and is obsessed with him? And uh, that's it. <laughs> like, all okay. right. <laughs> oh, um, I'm like, I'm really research it right now. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, they do possess this about bloodline once thought to exist only in legends told by royal family. The Ackerman clan, uh, byproducts of Titan size. To be frank, I never want to meet them again. Uh, this is uh, Zeke said. Um, their power is to. Levi is also um like a like a side bloodline. Oh, his last name is literally Ackerman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Kenny uh, as well. Those are the three Ackerman we meet. Oh, uh, dude, Kenny was cool. Kenny was so shotgun awesome. guy, mm-hmm. <laughs> gun guy. With the, with the ten gallon hat, hell yeah. It was weird because we we went from the Titans are so bad and scary to yeehaw, what the hell is this? <laughs> are you ready for yeah. a shootout, friends? Yeah, we should mention on this show kind of every once in a while just sort of becomes a different anime. <laughs> like it's like, okay, we just got a west we're, we're gonna do a little trigun in here, but make it really sinister. Okay. Why not? Okay, now it's a time travel show. Cool. Cool. Where's uh, where's the doctor? I also loved Hanji as a character. She was just so fun. And she's the first person that feels on the scouting force that feels like a safe person for the rest of the characters, you know? Yeah. And her end, I thought, was really good. Yeah. Like, she is so just endlessly curious about the Titans that she pushes beyond her normal fear, which I think is like a really cool way to write a character. Do we think that the afterlife exists in Attack on Titan? Because the vision of the soldiers is pretty clear, but it could be a metaphor. But it um, feels like more than a metaphor. So are they all in like heaven and assuming Aaron is in hell and they're just like, oh, so this is all for nothing, huh? Cool. Yeah, the um, the the place, the tree and the sand, I forgot what it's called. Um, the paths? 
the past. The past. Isn't, isn't that just like Eldie in heaven? Mm, I no. guess. I mean, she was the only one there. I think. I don't so know. This is what I mean when the lore kind of gets away from itself a little bit. Like, <laughs> what is the paths? Why is she here? Why uh, could she not get over the king? He transcending, was- uh, transcending the physical realm where most of the stories of Attack on Titan takes place. The paths are channels or links between all subjects of Ymir, bound through the power of founding Titan. So okay. path serves. Um, so it's like transportation place. But it's basically like after the Titans are eradicated, the past goes away because it's linked through the founding Titan. Okay. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I think uh, they all dead. Everybody dead. I don't know if there's a canonical heaven in that show. Yeah. I, I lean. Yes. It felt real, but also that opens up another can of worms that we do not have time to get into. Uh, least favorite characters. Me? Yeah, sure. You started. Least. Oh, least favorite character. Yeah, least favorite characters. Yeah, all of Lee's favorite characters. Start from the top now. (laughs) I Um, think um, for me, uh, what's her name? Not Falco, the other girl, Gabby. Yeah, Gabby's like she she has some good moments in the story, but they really just set it up. They're like, hey, you don't hate anyone in the show yet. What if? this little girl just sucked. <laughs> what if this little girl kills one of your favorite characters and then never, never has a comeuppance, huh? <laughs> Nazi girl. Run with it. Yeah, so she's at the, the bottom for me. Uh, what about you guys? I don't really care about Hanji. Mm. I don't hate her. I just like... Mm. We're just here as a as a person. Like I'm gonna say Annie, not because I don't like some of the things she does, because I feel like the author underutilizes her, like the female Titan. It's like, okay, well what does that even mean? And I feel like a lot of the time Annie is just kind of there. She's just sort of there. And he yeah. doesn't do anything with her. And it's the same thing I kind of have with Mikasa in that her defining personality trait is that she's obsessed with Aaron. And I feel like we could have done a little better than that. Like a little yeah. better. Just giving her more of a personality because it is cool that she's the strong silent type. But literally the entire show, all she thinks about is Aaron to the point where that was the point of her entire character arc at the end. Yeah, and in the in the epilogue, so like, couldn't we have given her a little bit more something and and Annie as well? But she got she got all the dope uh, fight scenes. Like her, that's true. That's that's the that's the most redeeming part of her. But you're right; she is largely just plot furniture. Yeah, she's also pretty. She's also calm. There was I remember there was like in second season, um. Was she? Did she save uh, Victoria? I don't remember. Wow, I don't even remember who Victoria is. Yeah, me neither. Historia. Historia. Oh. Oh. I don't remember who saved Historia. Didn't Historia save herself? 
She's I, I don't know. Type, 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 type. The listeners are definitely going to hear your typing, Lee. <laughs> slamming on that keyboard over there. <laughs> I like it. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, like. So, so point being, I, I, I guess I would say Annie because she is the unredeeming. Uh, she, she's the, the issues I have with Mikasa without cool fights. Yes. Annie is plot furniture for everything after she gets frozen into a crystal. Yeah. Like she, does she do much of anything? She, the big twist is first big twist is centered around her, that she's the female Titan. You can see it coming a mile away. And then she spends a good chunk of the show just frozen with a weird little incel, just talking to her the whole time. And, uh, you know, I just, I just feel like we could have done a little better than that. The fact that, uh, Annie ends up kind of having a thing for Armin because he just wouldn't stop bothering her when she was frozen. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. <laughs> oh, he yep. stayed with her. He kept her company. Yeah, but... And he was, like, being so vulnerable with her. Like, this, those are my struggles. So to all, to all of our f- listeners and fans who are single, <laughs> if you come across a woman or a man frozen in a crystalline stasis, talk to him. You never know. Maybe one day it'll pay off. Yeah. Take it home and then call FBI. Ask them for a lot of money. Sell on black market. <laughs> Sell on black You're market. You're going to make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> I kind of want to see the opposite, though, where it's like, hey, so you were so open and vulnerable to me. You got to shut the fuck up and solve some of your shit because you are so annoying. I listened to you for three straight years while stranded in carbonite. Oh, my God. You're such a little bitch. <laughs> a world where Annie gets unfrozen, sees Armin and cuts his head off immediately. Yeah. Was it Annie who had a dad? Yes. Who taught her martial arts. Yeah. But also wasn't any. Was be was like wandering like a behind like outside the wall for years. Uh, she was part of that original like four or five. Uh, the 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 Reiner and Bertolt and that, that little the expedition. Little crew. That, yeah. yeah, so they infiltrated the Eldians pretty fast because we see them relatively soon after the finale. Was the Titan just like got pushed? Um, got turned like was like wandering. Um, like was oh the old Jaw Titan. I forgot what her name was, but she was friends with Historia. Uh, oh, that's I, the girl I, who her was Amir. Historia. Her name was Amir. Because it was they, Ymir as well. Yeah, because they she had been I think when she was younger part of like an Amir cult. Yeah. But yeah. They so used they just, her as a like a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. So they never, I don't, I don't think we ever found out what her name was before that. She just went by Amir. Oh, and then she kind of died unceremoniously, which I thought was pretty well done actually. Yeah. That arc was really cool. I remember that one being yeah. really, really neat. Um, yeah. How do we feel about the fact that the armored and the, Colossal Titan is delivered as just here's some dialogue like, hey, by the way, I'm the armored titan and Bear Told is the is the Colossal Titan. And you're just like, wait, what? I loved it. I love I like it too. The, the that reveal, like Annie coming out as 
finding out Andy was the female Titan was like a big twist. Learning that Reiner was the armored Titan the whole time after he's so friendly and cool. You're like, oh, I can't wait one day to make my kids watch Attack on Titan with me. That's going to be so good. When they're 13, 12, 13 yeah. years old. Like people uh, love showing their kids Star Wars, especially mm-hmm. when they it's re- like Luke, I am your father. Dude, Attack on Titan. <laughs> Reiner, I am your Titan. <laughs> yeah. They've been showing my my godson Miyazaki movies. Mm. And he's two, so he doesn't have a lot of interest in watching. But they're starting him on a good path. And Grave of the Fireflies to kick it all off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently he likes Moana a lot, which is it's a good movie. So um any any final closing thoughts on Attack on Titan, the series, the phenomena. What what do you think the the show's impact has been on pop culture? Pop pop culture does not give a fuck about Attack on Titan. I beg I I think I don't know. I think um this is weird. Hang on with me for a second. I think I thought of this while we were talking about this today. I think Attack on Titan is the was started at a time when zombie shows were really big and it's like a big twist on a traditional zombie type show or the beginning was at least Hmm. and it's like over the years it's been so long has like evolved into something different and i wonder if it's like i wonder if it's gonna it's like a the last good zombie show in a way interesting zombie is past time not word Good zombie show. There's only one good zombie show. Which is? Walking Dead. No, it's not good. (laughs) It 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 was good for a minute. (laughs) Not like good or not good, but like, that's the zombie show that people know. Well, and movies. Like, I feel like Attack on Titan started when society was getting sick of zombies, but it was like a different thing. It was like, it's kind of like, what if the zombies were huge? Yeah, I don't know. I I would say pop culture wise, and I again, I don't pay a lot of attention to pop culture, so I don't really know. From what I understand, it actually kind of broke through in that it was one of those animes that just translated to normal folk liked it. Yeah. So that's pretty good that we can not look crazy for a minute. Well, especially things. I think one thing that really helps is like the lack of filler. It's so action dense the hooks are so good the plot just keeps screaming along they know what they're doing yeah i stopped Uh, watching one piece when i was in college because they're just like there was this one fight it was like taking three episodes and i was like this is it i'm not keep watching anymore yeah they a lot of yeah a lot of the older shows do that even like one fight in the like the One Piece manga, I like had to stop after it was like thirteen chapters, and I was like, I can't, I can't do oh this. <laughs> if Attack on Titan ran by Shonen rules, we would not be doing this episode. <laughs> It'd be awful. I'm, it I'm would so be glad. So long. In granted, it's like how many episodes are there? Thousands. Uh, Eighty-eight of Attack 80? on Titan. Oh. I think it's eighty-nine. <laughs> I think um, it was eighty-seven. I'm not including the OVA. Uh, I believe there was 87 of the normal episodes, and then there was the two movies. 94 so total. 
Okay. Oh, Alex, have you watched Attack on Titan live version? No. Is it live? Am I saying live action? Live action. No, I ha- I oh the the terrible movie. I've been meaning to watch that just to see how bad it is. You will be. It's like it's watch it. Like the CGI was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was like it looks really good, but the story yeah. they turned the story into some boat. You should watch it. Yeah, I, t- I tell me what you think. It's the CGI is very very good. Yeah, I I saw that they moved the setting. So that they're not in like a Germanic town anymore. They're in like Japan and they just change a bunch of stuff. I, I don't know why. I don't think anyone knows why. But yeah, I've, I've definitely heard. Live action anime is destined to be cursed. The live action One Piece, a miracle that people even liked it. Yeah. Apparently the Tokyo Ghoul movie is good. I watched a hmm. little of it and I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't pay that much attention. Oh, did you see that there was a uh, One Piece float at the Thanksgiving Day Parade this year? Oh, yeah. Hell they had, yeah. They had Luffy. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. Oh, the, the uh, Parasite, the live action movie for, for Parasite is pretty good, too. Oh, they had a live action? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. You start with his mom being killed or something like that. No, not that, but it was very it- good. It's not the it's not the the famous parasite. It's the anime. Anime. Parasite. We're talking about anime here. Right. Yeah. I know. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to find it on uh, YouTube or on Google, but it's showing me parasite with an I instead of Y. Oh, interesting. I think the Yu Yu Hakusho is coming out soon on Netflix. What is it? A live action? Yeah, they've been planning it for a while. You know what? I'll say Yu Yu Hakusho probably could be better live action. Probably could be a fun adaptation. Yeah, I, th- I think they can do that one well. The Bebop should have been good, but they just did. They It wasn't for the fact that they didn't have the tools to make it good. It's that they went about it the exact wrong way. Mm. You I know th- what they need to ruin with the live action series? Akira. Akira is overdue for a terrible live action adaptation. Yes. Oh, make it make it even shorter and more plot disjointed. Ooh, uh, love it, love it. It's a live action hun- film that's 45 minutes. Uh-huh. How about Hunter x Hunter? Hunter Hunter? Ooh. It would be a little difficult. It's so long and it's sp- like I think it would be bad. I think it would be really bad. <laughs> yeah. I bet if we if we sat here and went, oh, what about this one? This one mostly would be, oh, that would be bad, right? And anything could be good, but most things are bad. Death Note. <laughs> what do you guys think of Death Note live action movie? It was bad. It was really bad. But not, be again, it was because it didn't understand the source material, not because it couldn't understand the source material, mm. if that makes sense. Well, any closing thoughts before we close this episode out? No, I'm tapped. Um... Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, (laughs) If you want to support the show, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon (coughs) Patreon.com. Sorry. You're supposed to hit the mute button. (laughs) You you can subscribe to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Watch from Mercury. Uh, those of you who do subscribe, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. If you have any thoughts on the Attack and Titan finale, 
uh, you can come to our Patreon and share them on our Discord server and we can yell about it together. Um, you can also email us anything you want at watchfromercury at gmail.com. We will read your fa- listener mail at the beginning of the show. Uh, and thank you so much for listening. Um, Lee, where can the people find you? Don't find me. Why do you want to find me? Do you, you want to plug anything? Me? No, don't try to find me. Uh, uh, my husband has a very good uh, podcast called Watch From Mercury. Um, <laughs> subscribe on Patreon. Give them money. Uh, and uh, also give like Maxim and Alex. Um, give them money on Patreon. <laughs> I'm not going to say no. I'm gonna not going to say, say yes. no. All right, guys. We'll uh, see y'all next episode. May your shield be a thousand plot threads. Oh my God, the lore got away from itself. I can't act like it didn't.